Kirk Franklin announces plans to boycott the Dove Awards. We'll tell you why. Also, a Christian media company is courting controversy by publishing salacious photos of a politician. And finally, we've got a new look at A24's excellent-looking drama, Waves. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Filippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering relevant daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Clark. So first up, we've got Kirk Franklin boycotting the Dove Awards. Yeah, the as I'm sure most people who listen to us are aware, the Dove Awards, sort of the Christian version of the Grammy Awards. And Kirk Franklin, who's won many Dove Awards, has posted a video announcing that he has, quote, made the decision after prayer, consultation with his team and Pastor Dr. Tony Evans to not attend any events affiliated with or for the Dove Awards, Gospel Music Association, or TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network, until tangible plans are put in place to protect and champion diversity. As he explains in a clip posted to social media, back in 2016, while accepting a Dove, he used the platform to speak out on the killings of Philando Castile and Walter Scott by white police officers and called for justice. He also discussed the killings of five Dallas police officers by an African-American shooter and reminded the audience that, quote, as Christians, when we say nothing, we're saying something. Uh, he expressed a lot of disappointment over the fact that that year, that part of his acceptance speech was cut from the broadcast. This mm. year, 2019, Franklin said history repeated itself. At the 2019 Dove Awards, he brought attention to the killing of a Tatiana Jefferson by a white police officer. Again, he asked the crowd to join him in prayer for Jefferson's family, as well as the family of the officer. But when the show aired, once again, his comments were edited out. So here's what he said. So now, after a meeting with the Dove Awards committee and representatives of TBN, I've made the decision after prayer, consultation with my team and my pastor, Dr. Tony Evans to not attend any events affiliated with the For the Dove Awards, Gospel Music Association, or TBN until tangible plans are put in place to protect and champion diversity, especially where people of color have contributed their gifts, talents, and finances to help build the viability of these institutions. So why a boycott? Well, as he says, he uh, he says, quote, I'm aware that the word boycott often has negative connotation and finality to it, but my goal will forever be reconciliation as well as accountability. It is important for those in charge to be informed. Not only did they edit my speech, they edited the African-American experience. Mm. So uh, a very 
big deal from a, a very storied Christian musician who's obviously been very influential both yeah. in gospel music as well as in mainstream. Uh, been very influential with Chance the Rapper, Kanye West. So this is a this is a, a pretty big statement, a pretty big boycott, right. and we'll see how Dove or uh, TBN responds. Yeah, definitely something we'll want to keep our eyes on that for sure so turning to other news a christian affiliated organization chose to publish some salacious photos of a politician yeah complicated uh, and very sad story so over the past few weeks the strange and very ugly saga of former freshman representative katie hill has played out in public fashion illustrating the sad ways our digital lives professional lives and moral lives are interacting in complex constantly evolving ways. Now, this all started early in October when the conservative blog Red State published accusations from the estranged husband of the California freshman lawmaker, Katie Hill, claiming she had a relationship with a legislative director named Graham Kelly. Now, that would violate House ethics rules, and Hill has denied that claim. A week later, Red State reported that Hill and her husband had been in a polyamorous relationship with a campaign staffer, and they also published a redacted topless photo of Hill and the staffer. Red State reported they had several other photos that they chose not to publish, though the source or sources of the photographs are not known. Hill and others have implied that Hill's estranged husband may have provided it to the press. Now, leaking intimate photos of former partners is a very ugly online phenomenon known as revenge porn that is illegal in California. This photo obviously increased the pressure on Hill, who announced her resignation so that, quote, the good people who supported me will no longer be subjected to the pain inflicted by my abusive husband and the brutality of hateful political operatives who seem to happily provide a platform to a monster who's driving a smear campaign built around cyber exploitation. As Lawfare's managing editor Quinta Guersic wrote, this may well be the quote, first instance in which a politically aligned publication or indeed any publication has released non-consensual pornography depicting a politician of the opposing party affiliation. She said that is an ugly line to have crossed. Man, and and a lot uglier because this came from a Christian-affiliated group. That's right. So Red State is under the umbrella of Town Hall Media, which is an affiliate of the Salem Media Group. According to its website, Salem is, quote, America's leading radio broadcaster, internet content provider, and magazine and book publisher targeting audiences interested in Christian and family-themed content and conservative values. So Salem runs sites like GodTube, Crosswalk, CCM Magazine, and Jesus.org. They also run a number of conservative political sites like Town hall and hot air in addition to red state yeah but but it seems that hill was unethical in her relationships uh with or without the photos correct yeah that's why this is complicated right so the salacious nature of this scandal necessitates a lot of delicacy in how we talk about it whether or not hill actually broke any house ethics rules and there is an investigation pending on that california voters should expect better from their officials than a relationship with their staffers america does have a right to know about things like this and our elected officials and report Reporting on things like this is the business of journalists. But publishing non-consensual intimate photographs is another matter. Now, in a later post, Red State's Kira Davis defended the decision. She wrote that, quote, there were multiple discussions all throughout the reporter's weeks-long investigation that went all the way up the chain. And in the end, she wrote, senior leadership determined that it was important that there was solid evidence for the story. Now, 
Could the same story have run without the photos? Sure. Would it have generated the same level of attention, including Hill's resignation? It's a little hard to know, but getting clicks isn't the same thing as being the right thing to do, right? Maybe Red State feels their reasons for choosing to publish the photos were justified, but the Pandora's box they've opened seems unlikely to go away anytime soon. And as our personal, professional, digital, and moral lives grow ever more enmeshed, that is a complication we will find ourselves facing a lot more of in the near future. Wow, just, uh, just another kind of complex situation there. Yeah, really, really messy uh, situation and, and something that uh, we should be paying attention to because this is probably not the the last time we'll be faced with these complicated issues around our digital lives uh, catching up to us and the decisions that all mean for us, especially us, those of us here in the media. Right. So finally, transitioning here, uh, a new look at A24's upcoming movie, Waves. Yeah, A24, really beloved film studio with good reason, seems very confident in Waves, an upcoming drama from Trey Edward Schultz that stars This Is Us's Sterling K. Brown and Euphoria's Alexa Demi. And a new trailer that we have posted over RelevantMagazine.com shows why. All we know about the plot at this point is that it follows a black family in South Florida navigating love, forgiveness, and coming together in the aftermath of a loss. But Early Buzz has been really up the charts for this one. And anything from A24 these days is pretty much guaranteed to be worth your time. Yeah. The movie will release in November. Uh, I'd recommend you head over to our site and check out the trailer. It's a, it's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, man. They they always seem to just have very thoughtful content coming out of oh, there. they deliver. Yeah, 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 absolutely. For sure. Cool. Well, thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Clark. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday, bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.